0: Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast dedicated to counterthoughts about mainstream media, politics, and culture, and the impact on our nation. You can engage with us on Instagram at counter underscore thought, on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast, on Twitter at counter underscore podcast, and on our website, www.counterthought.captivate.fm. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 28 of Counterthought. This is a momentous episode because I have the honor of having a co host now, as you all know. And if you don't know, please get plugged in with our social media accounts. But I would like to say that I have pulled off the greatest transaction in history Um, that spans sports, uh, corporate, anything, any industry, because I somehow was able to bring Jessica Dalton all the way from her popularity on Instagram to join CounterThought. Um, It is signed, sealed, delivered. She is here. So without further ado, Jess, say hello. Hello. Thank you so
1: much, Brian. I'm so excited to officially be a part of the podcast world. And um, I never thought I would get like, this kind of a platform before so thank you for so graciously sharing it with me and yeah i can't wait for you guys to listen give us some feedback um like brian said make sure you come over to our socials and yeah so exciting thank you
0: yeah and we have plenty of fun stuff lined up so if you have been plugged in especially um, with facebook or our instagram page you may have seen that a couple of reels have come out this past week, just hyping up this first episode. Um, Jess and I are already talking about doing a fitness challenge. Um, she's, gotten a head st- <laughs> she's gotten a head start on me, so um, we'll grade with a curve.
1: Come on, Brian. Uh, you got to get out there. Go do some push-ups. <laughs> uh, for those of you
0: who don't know, I was working out for two years straight, and then my passion for this podcast just over, overcame me. And I have not lifted a weight since. The only weights I have been lifting are my thirty-six pound four-year-old and my twenty-two <laughs> pound one-year-old. So I'm trying to get the dad strength, but I also need to get rid of the dad bod. Um, <laughs> so yes. yeah, we got that. We have that lined up and some more reels. We're gonna have fun with that. Um, I might record one later, later after this recording, actually. So, and Jess, you know about that. Um, It will include rapping. Um, So for those of you who don't know.
1: I don't know if that counts as rapping, Brian.
0: (laughs) Rude. um, Because when I drop, because when when my album drops, you're going to be embarrassed.
1: All right, Snoop Dogg.
0: Uh So speaking of Snoop, um, for those of you who don't know, and I've mentioned this before, Jess is on the West Coast. So we do have this East Coast, West Coast thing going on. We also have Apple versus Android going on. And yeah, Jess, you guys, think, he's an
1: Android user. So if you want to unsubscribe because of that, I un- <laughs> I'm just teasing.
0: So we do have some more things lined up in the future with that. Uh, Jess, right, we've talked about doing some kind of uh, a clean version, right, of never have I ever and having people guess who's done – what between the two of us or who hasn't done something yes and I guess also a game of maybe who done it so to speak um so I think that'll be fun uh, but yeah the time change I'm on the east coast so three hours but we're gonna make it work um yes and then so Jess I know leading up to this in our promotion of the podcast we've heard from a lot of different people encouraging us which is great right part of mm-hmm. this podcast or one of the the one of the part of the mission of this podcast is to increase our tent and grow our voice and our influence and more listeners and get more and more people on the same team, which is kind of the theme of this episode. But I've heard from people ranging from my hometown in Florida, in Ocala, all the way to Louisiana, all the way to Germany. Um, Mm -hmm. Where have you heard? Where have you heard from people?
1: Uh, Same. So my hometown, um, all across the US, um, Australia, the UK, uh, Germany as well. And yeah, it's been some of those conversations, especially with people not in the United States have been super interesting because there are a lot of people um, that recognize the United States plays a huge role in um what's going on in their countries um so yeah those have been really awesome conversations and it's just really neat to know that we're not only reaching people here but um either across the pond or germany and yeah it's been really really neat
0: it has um, it's been humbling too uh because we are you know just starting out but we already have a reach like you said that is international Um, And that's that's some of the things we're also excited about from a a structural kind of thing with this podcast. Like we are more growth focused with our um, recording platform and our host site. So we are, we're coming for America, so to speak.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're rocking and rolling now.
0: Yes. And a little backstory, and then we'll get into this episode. So for those of you who don't know. I first came across Jess's Instagram profile when she was, I think you were hovering around 3,000 people, and I came across your reel that ended up getting shared by Representative Cawthorn, or Cawthon, I forget, Mm -hmm. and I just commented, you know, whatever, just being me, just trying to start conversations and, I guess, make myself be known. And you actually responded, which I thought was cool because a lot of people on Instagram and I hope I don't become this way as I gain in popularity, which side note, if you follow Jess, please follow me, please. <laughs> I wish Instagram just side note. I wish Instagram would just like be like, oh, you and Jess are, are working together and our co-host on Counterthought. Let's just drag and drop all of her followers into your basket, Brian. Like, I feel like that'd be fair. And the same for the podcast, right? Right? And the same for the podcast. Be like, let's take her 10,100, drop it into the podcast bucket and call it a day. Um, Yeah. But yeah, no, you just responded to me, which I was kind of shocked by. And we just started chatting about, I don't even remember, something related to politics, I'm sure. Uh, And it just grew from there. And then I invited you on for that first episode, Faith, Fear, and Freedom, episode 23. For those who don't know, go back and listen to it. And then you came back on for Kyle Rittenhouse, which was episode 26. And then I made the formal proposal, so to speak, to ask you to be a co-host. And here we are. So I'm being bold and it I'm being bold and it is paid off.
1: Yes, I'm so proud of you. And um you have put in so much hard work on this podcast and I know it's going to pay off for you. So I, again, am so humbled that you wanted me to be a co-host and me and you have talked off of, offline about this, that, you know, uh, we're a good fit because you have all of your perfect little ducks in a row <laughs> and mine are running around the room. <laughs>
0: For those of you so we're a good fit. <laughs> For those of you who have ever done a Dave Ramsey a financial peace university he talked about there in a relationship there is a nerd and a free spirit um, in <laughs> in my marriage I am the nerd and my wife is the free spirit and now same for this podcast uh, and it seems to be working out but we're not it's crazy cuz you know we're different but we're very similar I mean we're not like fire and ice yeah. kind of thing or you know, hot and cold, right. black versus white. It's it's interesting dynamic, and I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, all right. So, the topic is of this topic of this episode, which goes along with again the part of the mission of this podcast is to restore America to take America back, um, and we're trying to accomplish that through our counter thoughts. On mainstream media, <clears throat> politics, and culture, uh, both of those are really broad, which I think is to our benefit, because we can talk about a variety of things. Um, I myself, before getting into the you know this official relaunch right here, talked about anything from uh, power to responsibility to COVID to um, the nuclear family and all these other topics, and. Christianity and different aspects of it again like with the faith fear and freedom and be more being more inclusive. So mm-hmm. with this episode Jess, I know we want to talk to everyone about like how we can accomplish this goal of restoring America because there have been mm-hmm. there's been plenty of instances where politically it seems like the right or Republicans, have a great idea, but for whatever reason, they can't get on the same page to pass something into law. A prime example was when you know Trump won his, pre- his um, the presidential election. He came in with the 115th Congress. Their major thing that they passed was tax reform. But what they talked mm-hmm. but what they talked about the whole time, and Paul Ryan was like the Speaker of the House, was healthcare reform with Obamacare. But they never did anything and that frustrates me right and another example would also be infrastructure and infrastructure was just passed thanks to some republican help um with joe biden now and as president and this whatever it is i think the 117th congress or something like that but it's like okay republicans you you say we have good ideas and a lot of times when we do have control of all three white house congress and um the senate We get things done, but then for some reason, and it frustrates me to no end, we can't get certain things done. And then you see the Democrats, as dumb as some of their ideas could be, (laughs) they just, like you Mm -hmm. said, they get everyone lined up and even if it might look bad for them for a brief moment, they see the bigger picture and they will march together in lockstep to get stuff done.
1: Yeah, they really will. Um, and they have each other's backs, even when it comes to, uh, you know, whether it be personal attacks on, on their own or, you know, they, they, they do not fight their own. Democrats are really good about not fighting their own and Republicans are horrible about that, um. And I, I don't know what the solution is as far as that goes, but we definitely need to be better as the Republican Party about rallying around one another um, and rallying around our ideas um, and not infighting. I think the whole Liz Cheney thing is a perfect example of infighting, unfortunately. And, um, you know, there are some Republican rhinos out there also, sadly, um, who chose to, you know, hate Trump all the way, all the way to the end, you know, and they're still. Uh, but that is unfortunately a perfect example of what's happening with the Republican Party. Is we, we have a lot of infighting going on, and the Democrats, they do not do that. They do not, even with the whole uh, Chris Cuomo thing. I was actually watching. Um, don't unfollow me, but I watch The View. <laughs> I only watch The View because I want to hear what the other side is saying even if it's super radical and, um, you know, they were sitting there defending Chris Cuomo and, um, what's his brother's name? Andrew. I can't think of it right now. He was the mayor, Andrew Cuomo and how, Oh, well, you know, he probably shouldn't have been fired. And my point is, is they, they always have each other's backs no matter what, no matter how bad it looks. Um, and there's definitely a time and place, I think, to call people out for for wrongdoing. You know, uh, I don't I'm not suggesting that we don't do that, but my point is, is they're really good about that, and they do it to a fault.
0: Yeah, to a fault for sure. And you mentioned like the the rhinos, and for those of you who don't know, that means Republican in name only. Um, but yeah, with Trump, it was all it was all like personal vendettas, right? You have Romney mm-hmm. um, out there in Utah, mm-hmm. then you had. Uh, the McCain's and, and and you know his daughter with Megan and and all that. Oh stuff. my
1: gosh, the McCain And then Cheney,
0: um, Liz Cheney goes back up to Cheney from the Bush Bush W years, but it was all like personal mm-hmm. vendettas, and they couldn't move past it. And they, to me, to mm-hmm. me, they they were harming the Republican Party because of their personal vendettas. And, uh, 100%. and on hundred percent McCain. I know I'm supposed to be like forgiving and. And I am, I promise, but I want I want her to work a little bit harder because she is desperately trying. I don't know if you've noticed to be welcomed oh back into gosh. the good graces of the Republican Party because she she didn't vote for Trump.
1: One hundred percent. And yeah. it's like,
0: <clears throat> like <clears throat>
1: we we could. I feel like we could do a whole podcast episode on the McCains. Um, I have so much to say about the McCains. I used to really love Megan. And I think there was a, there's obviously a part of me that understands her hatred for Trump, you know, that, you know, Trump said some not nice things about her dad. And of course, like how you cannot fault her for that. You know what I mean? Uh, on a personal level. But yeah, 100%, she, I, I'm like, I don't even think she knows where she stands. Like sometimes she says some really, really great things. And then sometimes I'm like, what? what pick a side, yeah. please pick a side because and then she just recently came out with her book Bad Republican um which I do want to read but yeah she definitely her and her mom I'm like they pushed so hard to get Biden mm-hmm. in i mean pushed so hard to get him in and now Megan McCain has backpedaled on that so hard she's like oh hunk, i'm just so disappointed it's like are you are you Megan
0: <laughs> there was like a, there was like a one month stretch a couple months ago where every time she would post on twitter and I didn't have like an alert or anything set up, but I just happened to catch them. Anytime she would post on Twitter uh-huh. or Fox News, put a post on Instagram of like a quote of hers, I would comment just like, where was this during the 2020 election? Like, are you kidding me? Like, right. you're going to have to work to get, to get back into right. these good graces over here because you w- deserted the Republican Party and you have an influential voice. Like, uh, Right.
1: Right. Right. Um. Yeah, and she said before she left the view that she is very disappointed in um, Biden's presidency. So,
0: like, if you would have taken,
1: I'm like, what did you? What did you I expect? know? Right? If you were paying
0: attention, <laughs> like the other millions of us, you would have seen the writing on the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. But you're just so
0: so angry because yep. of the personal attacks. Uh, man. Anyway. Uh, anyway, because it seems yeah. like.
1: Like I said, I think we could do a whole podcast episode on the McCain's.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have some thoughts about that. So we'll, uh, we may be back here.
1: We'll do a Jen, we'll do a Jen Saki and circle circle back. back. Yeah.
0: And and (laughs) I'm coming from like big corporate as far as my job. So I hear circle back all the time in meetings and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like am I, am I at work? Am I walking or am I watching the press briefing right now? (laughs) Mm. Uh Okay um but yeah so talk like regarding getting on the same page we've we're talking about that politically right we want to talk about that also from a movement i think too like you know we're starting out with this podcast yeah this is episode 28 but like i said this is the relaunch so to me this is like an episode one um i would label it as such whenever we upload this episode but that would throw off like all of the host site stuff and <laughs> and That's everything. Thing. So it's episode 28, but <laughs> I am coming across more and more because if you search for you, you can find it um, more and more accounts like on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter that are moving in the same direction and part of the same movement as we are. So I know we are trying to engage mm-hmm. with those people as much as possible, not only just to find what they're about, but also to hopefully, have those people who run those accounts who are like the face of whatever profile it is to have them on as a guest. Right. And to, to get like solidarity Mm -hmm. so we can keep moving forward together. So my hope is just that as our listeners hear hear us each and every single episode, um, that they will promote us to others, to their families, to their friends, um, share the stuff that we post online and that they will help, and, or I should say you because we're talking to them right now right so hope we hope that you will help facilitate the growth of this podcast so we can continue to join and have influence in this I want to call it an America saving or an American restoration like freedom movement that is swelling up
1: yeah it definitely is and just for the listeners right now you know I'm sure most of you are pretty aware at this point that social media is, um, shadow banning or censoring a lot of conservative accounts, taking conservative accounts down, things of that nature. And just so you're aware, things that you can do to help is like, comment, share to your stories, tag us, share with your friends. Um, all those things maybe seem minuscule, but they help in a grander picture. Um, so yeah, that way also, let's just say one of our accounts does get shut down. There's more people that know we exist than where we can build those accounts back up. So just a little caveat there, um, like comment, share tag, all the things. Um, it helps. Yeah. Immensely. And subscribe
0: to the podcast so you don't miss an episode for one reason. And also whenever someone who isn't familiar with counterthought thought is like, huh, I would love to have some conservative commentary on politics or media or culture. It increases the likelihood that they will come mm-hmm. across this podcast in these episodes, which will also help yes. help with the growth. um, But Jess, since you have such a large following, especially compared to me, so again, if you follow Jess, come on over, put your foot in my...
1: Come on over to CounterThought.
0: Put your (laughs) foot in my boat too. Um, But can you just tell tell the listeners and me um, a little bit more about, I guess, this movement that you've seen because you... Like I said, you have a larger following. You've been added longer than I have. I started just back in May. Um yeah, can you just talk a little bit more about, I guess, the the solidarity that you have seen um, on social media sites?
1: Yeah, there is definitely more and more conservative um, accounts popping up that are gaining a following, which I think really does speak volumes. I mean, even in this time of censorship and shadow banning, um, it's like you can't get rid of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Trump has his new um, platform coming too, right? So we'll multiple- just jump over there if we have to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, side note, have you seen the the left all oh, so upset about that? They're like, You're just creating an echo chamber. And I'm over here, we're like, stop shadow banning us and taking us off of your platforms then. Like if you don't want an echo chamber. Uh, I Anyways. commented
0: whenever I saw um, that like first announced, and <laughs> the the first person who <laughs> responded to my comment was someone on the on the opposite side, and their their comment was I can't wait to create an account on there and just troll the right.
1: <laughs> it's so silly. Like you don't want us to have our own platform because you think it's going to be an echo chamber, which I agree. It, it really is. It will be one big echo chamber. But then you are okay with us being shadow banned and censored and kicked off social media. Like,
0: But remember, but remember, we're the fashion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, right, right. Um, yeah, well, so what
0: have, what have you seen? Sorry. I, I, anyways, I, yeah. So, I distracted you.
1: No, no, that's fine. So, yeah, there's definitely been a whole lot of, um, I think, new people that are, you know, kind of making their way up through social media, whatever that means. Cool. And it's been great. And I think uh, one of the things that me and you were talking about is um, coming together and not going so heavy on the conspiracy side of things. Um, And I just want to say this too. That's not to say, I think the word conspiracy has been used uh, as an attack against conservatives. Like a lot of the quote unquote conspiracies that we've been talking about for the last two years have come true. Um, So, but you know, there are some other ones that are, you know, deeper than that. And it's, it makes us look a little crazy to be frank. <laughs> um, one in particular, we, I just talked about this all on my Instagram stories. Maybe I should save those as a highlight. So people can refer back to that since we're talking about this, but, um, is there's this kind of thing going on right now where people think celebrities are selling their souls to the devil. Um, and this kind of all started because Adele, I guess she recently banned all the unjabbed from coming to her concerts. Um, and I was reading through this particular person's post, and it was like hundreds and hundreds of comments people saying Adele sold her soul to the devil, which, by the way, has since been deleted.
0: the The comments uh, or her, or her post that she's not allowing the unvaccinated.
1: the po- The person the the person who originally posted it about Adele, um, okay, has since removed it. Uh, that's not because of me. I mean, I don't think so anyways, I mean, but,
0: you have some sway.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. And so anyways, I went on my Instagram and I kind of talked about this. I, I'll go back and save this as a highlight so people can refer back to it. But, um, and people were like, Oh, they mean that metaphorically. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are people that actually think that that is a real thing. I have the DMS to prove it. Um, and that is just, first of all, from a biblical perspective, it's not biblical. There is nothing in scripture to support that you can sell your soul to the devil. It's not yours to sell. Um, it belongs to the Lord. And, um, yeah. So my point being is, like, we have to come together on on these things and not take things so far. Do I think people... Um, can live an ungodly life and and in a a metaphorical sense sell their soul to the devil yes do i think adele sold her soul no no i think i think a lot of these celebrities are lost are very lost and in need of jesus and that doesn't make them quote-unquote evil it makes them um they're being deceived They're being deceived, but that doesn't make them evil, you know. And I think we we've kind of crossed a line where it's like, well, everything everything is evil. That's evil that she's doing. That she's more she's more deceived than anything. And as especially as believers, like, let's choose to pray for people like Adele. Can you imagine if Adele became a Christian?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it'd be fantastic.
1: Like, imagine the influence. You know what I mean. And so when we Let's just say I'm Adele, okay? And I happen to see said posts, and I see all these comments saying I sold my soul to the devil. Would I want to become a Christian if I saw that?
0: Nope not when the not when the judgment not. knives come out for you. And
1: so I think, yeah. So I think, especially as believers, like I, I mean, all I'm saying is like let's just be careful with what what we're saying, what we're talking about, and not only that, like let's pick up our Bibles and actually read what is what is the. Bible say about God's nature, Satan's nature, what kind of, um, quote unquote, power Satan has, because I promise you it's not much. And the power that he does have is only given to him by God. So yeah, I will save that highlight on my Instagram so people can refer back to it because I go deeper into it. But
0: yeah, when you were just talking about giving that example, or um, if like if you were Adele, and you were going through and reading these comments, would you be like, Oh, Christianity sounds great. You know, be, <laughs> being part of with all these fellow Christians sounds right. great. Um, it makes me think back to this this story. I, I believe so. It's Tom Brady, um, and if you, so, but the story goes, and I think he was on like a late night talk show host, and this goes back a few years. But he had just won his, I don't know, it was like his third or fourth Super Bowl, maybe his fifth, and he's up to like seven now ridiculous but the host i forget who it was but anyway the host asked like basically like is like are you satisfied um and tom brady's answer essentially was no he's not satisfied he says he feels like there is still something missing in his life and Mm. and some of you may be familiar with this story and, but it's just like you want to, like you're sitting there watching it on your in your living room on your TV, and you just want to scream through the TV in hopes that you could hear him and be like, "Jesus,
1: it's Jesus." Uh, so I don't know, <laughs> I
0: don't know where he is with that now, because like I said, yeah. that was a few years ago. That just popped popped into my mind. Like, it's Jesus, and we are supposed to be like Jesus. And when we attack others um, or attack each other, you know, like you said, the infighting it it's not helpful. It's not helpful, and
1: mm-hmm. I think um, too. It's important to remember as believers. There's a time and place to call people and things out. Um, false teaching is one of those things. You are absolutely called as a believer to call that out when you see it. And um, again, with with these celebrities. I, okay, do you remember when Kanye first came out as a Christian? And other Christians were losing their mind over Kanye saying he's not really a believer. He's faking it. He's doing it for money. All of that may very well be true. I'm not, I don't know. The only person who knows Kanye's heart is Kanye and God, right? But again, it's like, look, what about all the people who are unbelievers looking onto that and thinking, I'm worse than Kanye? Like if Kanye can't get saved that I can't get saved, you know? And um, I mean, when we think of an example of in scripture, it's why we think of Paul, right? I mean, Paul was out here murdering other Christians. God knocked him off his horse and was like, I'm going to change your name and um, we're not going to do that anymore. And then went around and started preaching the gospel. Um Are you worse than Paul? Probably not, you know? So point being is, as believers, we definitely have to get better about not being so harsh on each other.
0: Yeah. And I would refer, refer you listeners to go back to the inclusive Christianity. I think that was like episode 25 or something like that. And what I talk about in there, cause it's just me, no Jess at that point. Um, but what I talk about in there is like, we in piggybacked off of a story you shared with me regarding Halloween. Um, and whether or not Christians should participate in Halloween, Mm-hmm. but my argument within the inclusive Christianity episode was okay. Like instead of us attacking one another, fellow Christians and chastising each other because of something we, we don't agree with that could be, I guess is, is theological the right word. Um, if, if that even classifies as that, but mm-hmm. we need to be more inclusive, more welcoming because like if we can't, do that with one another, then why would someone who's already not part of the quote club want to want to come join? Right. They're going to think immediately Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't be redeemed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, I can't be saved. So just like we started off with this episode, talking politically, being on the same side, the same team to restore America politically. We also should be on the same side, the same team to restore America or bring America back to christianity the christian faith
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we can't yeah
1: 100 percent
0: eyes on the prize right <laughs> eyes eyes on the prize yeah and if you think you're eyes going to on veer the prize, off for sure and not keep your eyes on the prize and you're going to attack and chastise someone take a moment count to 10 right that's what they say like count to 10 or write it <laughs> out type it out just to get it out of your head and then delete it uh, but like do not hit the send button right you know
1: Right. I think too, like there's, um, I was talking with my husband about it this morning and I'm like, you know, cause I had, I woke up with so many DMS from people all over the map between, uh, selling your soul to the devil is a metaphorical thing to, you can absolutely sell your soul to the devil to videos of people that supposedly had sold their soul to the devil. And I was talking to my husband about it this morning mm-hmm. and he really loves that show Supernatural. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Um, but I think a lot of the times like Hollywood has given us these ideas. It's kind of like everyone left behind was such a huge thing. And Christians were all watching that show that, yeah,
0: that was, reading uh, the books and
1: watching Kirk the movie Cameron, left right? behind. And it gave, yeah, but it gave people a distorted view of what the end times and the rapture and all of that. I mean, I think that's still something as believers we're struggling with Um, I mean, there's, you could be all over the map with that, you know, but I think these shows like Supernatural and stuff have given, um, maybe baby Christians or somebody who's not super theologically sound or does hasn't read that much of their Bible, this idea that that's actually a thing. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I I was like, yeah, you're totally right. Cause he tells me about the show all the time and how in the show, like God has a sister and, um, Satan has a brother and like all all these crazy things that are not biblical at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. So I actually, um, uh, I feel like I could have judgment right here coming upon me. So I actually didn't see any of the left behind material. Um, somehow I guess I just avoided it or was busy doing busy, busy doing something else. But the way you're talking about it, maybe that was a good thing. Um, all, all I know is it was like, it was like Kirk Cameron's, re-emergence or as a star, so to speak, from, from growing pains um, for you millennials out there.
1: So for those of you who don't know what Left Behind is, it's a series about when the rapture comes and all these people get left behind because they weren't, rap- Jesus didn't rapture them out. And there's a few different stances on this and I'm not claiming to be an expert in any of them, but there's post-trib and pre-trib. So people think that we will go through. There are some camps that think we will go through the entire tribulation. So the seven years of the tribulation, there's people that think we'll go through half of it. And then there's people that think we will get raptured out of here. And to be honest, I feel like there's scripture to support all three. So but when this series happened, so many people fell into this camp of, oh, we're going to get raptured out of here and not go through the tribulation. And um, that's th- that may be the case. Nobody can really prove that 100%. You know? There is scripture to support all three, in my opinion. That's just my little humble opinion, though. <laughs> so take that for what you will. <laughs> The more I've studied it, this I'll tell you where I land personally and then you can do with what you want with that. The more I've studied it, uh the more I think that we will actually go through the tribulation. Um and I say that because when we think of examples in scripture like Daniel, God didn't take Daniel out of the lion's den, but he did protect him from the lions. And I do think that that we will go through some of it. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying it's 100% right. I'm just saying, it's my opinion. <laughs> Where do you stand on that, Brian? Do you have a stance on post-trib? I feel like pre-trip? I was always
0: told growing up um, that that we're going to be snatched up out of here before it start before it happens. Um, you know, like the horns would be blasting, the trumpets and everything, mm-hmm. and just whoosh, sucked on up out of here, so so to speak, and not be here for it. Take um, us right out from the description of the tribulation, I feel mm-hmm. like that would be the best <laughs> selfishly. Um, but yeah, so I guess yeah. I'm just going to go based yeah. off. I feel like what what was taught to me, uh, growing up, um, is that we're going to be taken before it happens. So I also need to do more studying on it. So Jess, maybe we can do that together. We can, yeah. we can do a
1: you know, it's one of those ones where I'm telling you it's one of those it's one of those topics where you could hear one whole side of it and think yeah, and then you could hear the complete and that would also make like there is there really is like and maybe that sounds count- contradictory but there really I think there's scripture really to support both and I'll just say this and we can change the subject after this but um it's one of those things where it doesn't affect your salvation either way like if you're mm-hmm. post trib or pre trib like it's not a salvation issue. So is it important to have a good understanding, I think, of both sides? Yes, but it's not, you know, that's not going to affect your entrance into heaven.
0: <laughs> going, down the, going down the checklist, so to speak, at the pearly pearly white gates, be like, ooh, pre-trib, post-trib, I see that you, ooh, yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you can't come in.
0: Ooh. Jess is more bold than I am on Instagram. I'm working on that, as I talked about in my last episode. So as you continue <laughs> to follow Jess and see all this information and stances and everything that she she talks about on there, which is a lot of great content, please remember, if you disagree with her, that is fine. But do not disagree to the point to where it is going to chase other people away
1: yes. from
0: the Christian faith and also chase people away um, if it's a political point that she or I one is making, like we can have the conversations, but let's not look like we're shutting the door on anyone who's not already in, you know?
1: Hmm. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can disagree with somebody and still be their friend.
0: <gasps> Funny story. So I have a friend of mine, um, disagrees with me on a few things. I I guess I kind of triggered her with a couple of posts that I made recently. Um, just, I guess, being a little more bold than I usually am uh, because I use my personal Instagram account to make like a couple of political statements. And she, I mean, she was was nice about it. She's great. Um, Just responding like, hey friend, I think I'm going to have to uh, like unfollow you if you're going to keep posting these kind of things. And I'm just thinking like initially, well, I think I did this once last week and once this week, but I was like, just so you know, you don't have to unfollow me. You can just mute my stories so they don't pop up anymore. And so that's the, That's where we came to an agreement. Uh, I've muted some people for their stories because they just, all they do is post about a stance that I like completely disagree with. Um, And why cause myself that frustration when I'm just flipping through my stories and just like get angry and upset because something pops up that I don't like. So I'm just like mute. Um, But yeah, but there is hope politically Jess. I don't know if you know this. I know you're very busy with your family and talking to everyone who follows you on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and everywhere else you can find you, but we talked about a little bit ago in this episode how Republicans sometimes are very frustrating and don't align politically to pass certain legislation in the House or the Senate when they have control, and we've talked about, or I've talked about, um, COVID, and that gets talked about a lot. It's exhausting, but for some reason, people still want to talk about it. Did you hear that late last night the Senate actually passed? I don't think resolution is the right term, but basically the Senate, so all 50 Republicans in the Senate plus two Democrats, so it was a 52 48 vote, voted using the, um, the Congressional Review Act to stop Biden's executive order. Of the vaccine mandate for private businesses with 100 employees or more, did you know that? So all 50, all 50 Republicans, plus two senators, uh, Joe Manchin from West Virginia, and John Tester of Montana, came down, voted 52-48 to overturn the mandate. It was like nine o'clock. Yeah, it was, I mean, we're Eastern time. So I think it was about probably nine o'clock Eastern time. I think I saw it come across my phone and you would have been either in the middle of dinner or setting Instagram on fire.
1: That's amazing. Look at us coming together, Republicans. Round of applause. So I wonder, is that it then? Like he cannot mandate the vaccine? So the way I
0: understand it is, I think with each executive order a president passes, because executive orders they're just writing something to happen with the power of their pen, and then we saw numerous of numerous executive orders that then are tried in the courts and are either struck down or upheld, and all these things. But what this, my understanding is, what this Congressional Review Act allows is that it allows Congress to review presidential executive orders and basically vote to support or stop. An executive order. It seems like it's rare. It seems like it's rarely used, but it was actually used um, for this vaccine mandate. So not only has the Biden administration been halted in the federal courts for this mandate as unconstitutional, but now Congress has acted against it. the The um, quote non politicized Biden DOJ says that they will continue to fight this in the courts for the mandate. But yes, Congress all 50 Republicans and two Democrats, Manchin and Tester, voted 52-48 to stop the executive order for the private business mandate of 100 employees or more for a vaccine or if you don't get a vaccine you have to what it was like you get get fined and get tested twice a week or something like that every every week something like that. But yes, yeah, so see progress. Now if Republicans could just if, if Republicans can just take that and do that for basically everything, <laughs> when not in power, when not in control in the in the in Congress, and then when in control right. in Congress, that would be amazing. But yes, yeah, so I just wanted to share that good news that that happened that happened late Wednesday night. Um, all fifty came together awesome. and, and got it done. So
1: that's rad! Yay! baby steps, baby steps. I'll take it.
0: Yes. Do not lose hope. Any of you out there who are not, who do not have as strong of a conviction or something like that, do not lose hope. Just stay in the fight. You don't have to be the one on the front lines. We can be those people on the front lines, but to do that, we just need your continued support. And, you know, we'll keep sounding off and speaking and being heard and, you know, just Keep pushing us along and encouraging us, and that'll be it. You don't have to, don't have to get out of your comfort zone.
1: I feel like there are more people getting braver and braver. Like the ones that are were afraid to speak up. Uh, in fact, yesterday there is a fashion influencer that I, fo- I follow. A few fashion influencers. They're they're dangerous to follow though, because then you just buy all the stuff. Anyways. Um, <laughs> But she did a whole rant on her stories yesterday, and she was like, You guys, when are we gonna be done with the masks? Like, I'm so sick of this, it's ridiculous. Like, if we all just said no, and she's like, I've been wanting to talk about this for two years, but I'm afraid because I didn't want to lose followers. And she's like, I'm done being afraid. I think she has like 500 something thousand followers or something. So, more people are being brave, yeah. Well, and think about it too, like. That's her business. Like, for a lot of these girls that have these fashion accounts, that is their business. They're making money. They're that you know they're providing for their family. And so for these women to do that, I really, I actually messaged her and she messaged me back because I was like, I really commend you for that because that's very hard to think you could lose your platform, you could be shadow banned, people are going to want to follow you. That's very hard to do. And so I commend those people that are have been brave enough to do that because um, that is hard.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like putting your livelihood out there for, for in our opinion, yeah. the greater good, right? And then you have the current administration trying to take people's mm-hmm. livelihoods away from them, right? So which side do you want to be on? I mean, yeah. I, I considered myself like finally speaking out when I started this podcast uh, seven months ago, but like you were just saying, in her case, in a lot of people's cases, they're speaking out and they're speaking out using a platform that maybe already existed and was revenue income generating like that's their livelihood me not doing that i started this podcast i think i told you it was like a hundred dollars for the equipment and then the monthly fee for the hosting site and like that was it so like no skin off my back so to speak and then you have these people who are brave enough right bold enough to join the cause join the fight they see what's going on and we definitely need Mm -hmm. more and more people like that so hopefully Hopefully she has a lot of success and we'll have success and, you know, keep going on down the line. And yeah, it takes a lot of, I think it takes a lot of courage to, to do that. And you yourself, Jess, I yeah. think you have that same courage because you use your personal platform for all these things that you talk about. I'm trying to work up to that. I'm trying to like, since I manage the counter thought page, I'm like trying to keep that more so with all these topics and personal and try to keep it personal, but I think that might have to fall to the to the wayside at some point. So I'm working on it too yeah. for, for all of you out there.
1: You know, I think I think me and you have talked about this actually on the podcast before. Are you going to lose friends, followers, maybe some money if you speak out about this stuff? The reality of it is it yes you're 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 probably going to you know, um, but at the end of the day, it's like what's what's more important. Like for me, I'm like, I, I want my country back. Like I want America back. I want our freedoms to be, um, you know, at the front of the conversation here. And I, I don't care about selling t-shirts or, you know, all of that. Like my goal on Instagram was never to come on Instagram and make money. You know, um, if I somehow were to make money in the process, that'd be great. Cause I'm already doing, you know, what I'm doing, you know? But it's never to make um, money or, you know, get famous or any of those things. It really was just to, hey, like the more people that say no, the faster this is going to go away. So, yeah.
0: Jess and I have been, (laughs) this is way down the road, but I just have to plug it in. I would like to know from the listeners what their feelings are about merchandise or merch as the cool kids call it. Um because now that we started this off, Jess and I are both going to have our own cool CounterThought shirts. You'll see them eventually on social media, repping them. Um, and then we'll also wear them at least once whenever we get to a video and posting onto YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, like when I was searching, and this is a side note, but when I was creating these shirts, I was like, man, I want a mug. I want a Tervis. I want a tumbler, I want a hat. I want a bumper sticker, like a <laughs> magnetic one, and a sticker sticker. <laughs> right? I want to be a walking billboard. Um, I want you know, a backpack. I, joked,
1: I want a banner.
0: <laughs> and Jess, I'm just curious your opinion on this. Um, do you think Counterthought um, Juicy style would sell?
1: <laughs> oh, what, my you- gosh. Absolutely not. no i did that too many counter on one too many seventh grade flashbacks just came into my head
0: well i think we need to have our listeners weigh in on that one
1: (laughs) you know though it it may get people's attention i'm just saying
0: (laughs) exactly exactly that's one way to get Um, people to
1: ask you about your brand you know what i'm saying that would
0: just be on the female line i assume (laughs) um maybe not but yeah, so that's like that's some of the stuff Jess and I joke about, <laughs> as you can tell, like this rapport that we have and everything, and the merchandise. That's that's way, way, way far off, but it. I think it'd be awesome to get to that point, right, as far as the growth of this podcast. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff lined up for y'all, so please stay tuned and check our social media accounts for that. All right, everyone. So I know I just took us down a little side path there, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer us back real quick. I mean, that's. My responsibility. Um, But I just want to end it on this thought. This This comes from the Instagram account, That Liberty Chick. If you don't follow her, give her a follow. But she posted earlier this week. I think this encompasses everything we're kind of talking about here. When people tell me they didn't want to do something but felt they could not say no, I feel like my no becomes that much more important. Now I'm saying no for both of us. So for those of you who are listening, like we mentioned a little bit ago, if you don't feel like you want to be the one to speak up and speak out, you don't have to, or at least you don't have to right now. Just support those of us who are doing that. And that's all we ask for. And again, we're trying to remain on the same team politically, and we are trying to grow and restore America to the Christian faith as well. So again, if you don't feel like you can speak out, speak to us and we can get that message out there and get that message across.
1: Yes. I love that so much. I just started following her, that Liberty chick. That's really good. I'm saying no for the both of us. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast channel and we can't wait to hear your feedback. Make sure you're following us. You can send either myself or Brian a DM uh, if you guys have any topic ideas for us. And we are so thankful for each and every one of you.
0: Remember to subscribe to the podcast and engage with us on Instagram at counter underscore thought on Twitter at counter underscore podcast on the Counterthought podcast page on Facebook and on our website. Thank you for listening to Counterthought.